Hey everyone, today we have Johnny from Grayskull Analytics, correct? Yep. Johnny from Grayskull. I've got to say, I I have to mention Grayskull Analytics, not to give you the plug, but that as well, even though it's a small plug. Um, I love the name because when I first saw it, I was like, Grayskull Analytics, because I have, I, I have the power. I have the power BI. I like it. I see what you did there. Nice name. But also a very cool logo, I've got to say. So I've gone with, gone with some of the merch today as well. Ah, oh, he's wearing the merch. By Love the power it. of Grayskull, or VI the power of Grayskull, who knows? Fantastic, mate. Yeah, 100%. I kind of like almost the whole inception of Grayskull Analytics kind of came out about of, oh, that's a really cool name. I should do something with that. And then yeah. having come up with a really cool name, the logo was done by um, a tattoo artist. So a guy goes oh, really? to tattoos, and especially with... Um, the pandemic and tattoo studios being closed in the UK, he wasn't able to to work and earn any money. And I was like, oh, I need a logo doing. I want something that's kind of like a little bit of me, like you know, not, cool. not just something that is corporate, but is almost kind of like right, you know, something a bit a bit punk rock, you know, as it were. And yeah. so got in touch with him. So I said, fancy doing a bit of graphic design work. So it was a bit of good opportunity to throw a bit of uh, money his way when he when he couldn't really work, and it came out mint as well. Because at first, it was just like, oh, I just want a school that's grey. Hmm. And he was like, oh, well, what's the business about? I was like, oh, what sort of analytics and whatnot. And yeah. He, uh, Very cool. Yeah, I like that you got some like graphs into the teeth and stuff. And no, it look, look, looks pretty cool. Like, yeah, like, totally. The king's so, swag. Yeah, a good guy. I think just to get the um, the chat on there as well, to get the chat overlay, which I like to do. But this is Emmy at the moment. Bernard, I think we started the conversation a little bit early, but it's okay. Sorry, Bernard. You seem to be confused there. But uh, yeah, we were talking just about the logo. Not the mist. All good. So basically, for me, when I think of you, mate, I think of stuff like, um, well, actually, first and foremost, something that I know almost nothing about, which is paginated reports. I always find paginated reports quite, quite an interesting thing because... I think when it's called the for the paginated, but it's called the report builder or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. Paginated I think report. I opened it for the first time. Yeah, I opened it for the first time, and then I tried. I was kind of like, "This is not was that what I was expecting at all." <laughs> the experience was very, very different. Um, it's, yeah, it's horrible. Like I have such a love yeah. hate relationship, and it's just kind of the thing is, it's just really old tech. It's like, I think Microsoft mm. introduced it in something like 2005, the first time that they they sort of introduced it. And it's barely changed in 16 years. It had a little bit of a facelift mm. four or five years ago, but otherwise sort of functionally, it just like, it's yeah. just the same as it's always been. Um, and yeah, it's horrible to use, but like back in the day, mm. it was more targeted as like IT professionals and it was just, like for a while, that was my day job, just doing paginated reports. So it kind of like, then Power okay. BI comes along and it's like, oh, it's a bit, you know, it's a bit more slick, a bit more trendy, interactive. It's got a, you know, really good marketing behind it. Everyone gets excited mm. about it. And then all of a sudden here, here I am five years later and it's like, yeah, paginated reports. I'm like, oh gosh. All right, so, so you use paginated reports before you use Power BI? Yeah, 100%. Ah, that's interesting. That makes mm. sense now. Yeah, yeah, I mean, so, please don't continue, mate. No, no, I, mean, I, I, let's think. So my first BI training was, and again, I'm going to show my age, 
But back in 2007, I did like a two-day course in crystal reports, which is a okay. crystal reports is a business object, uh, business objects product. Um, mm-hmm. And it was basically, I'm pretty sure Microsoft um, brought out um, SQL Server reporting services as like a competitor for it because mm-hmm. 15, 20 years ago, crystal reports was like the number one product in the space. So they brought out SSRS to um, compete against it. And then sort of five or six years ago, I made the switch from being a Crystal Reports developer to doing sort of more Microsofty stuff and doing the SSRS stuff. All right, I and, see. And so, yeah, I've been using it for donkeys, but oh, it's horrible. <laughs> I, I'm pleased you said horrible because I was trying to be respectful of the fact that you seem to do so many <laughs> instructional videos, which are very good, by the way. It's proven very helpful. But I'll, 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 I'll say nice words rather than horrible just to kind of, um, you know, be polite about it. But it is horrible. It's horrible to use. And I think it's because I went in with Power BI, which is, a you know, as you said, it's got like a nice interface. It's very user friendly. And then I kind of went backwards over, took a step back and I ended up and I was actually on a, I did a, a Power BI course a few months ago um, just to kind of these things where you refresher all that kind of stuff and um i was speaking to the trainer and i mentioned that um i didn't understand why the power bi paginated report builder whatever it's called had this horrible interface yes yeah, so it's 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 a repackaged product it's an old product it's not new and it's just repackaged. I was like, okay now i understand that it's not me it's just the fact that it's an old product it's just small things like i really expected to walk in and just essentially be like creating a, a, a table visualization in Power BI, but like a big, big table. Yeah. And then it didn't happen. And then came the paginated report uh, visualization in Power BI. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I've got some nice use cases for that. Actually, I can, maybe I can integrate them. And I just didn't do it, but I can't remember why. Was it, is it premium only or is it also pro? Yeah, definitely. It's premium only at the minute. That's why I didn't use it. Yeah. So the integrated. Um... What's it even called the so for the paginated report visual? You have to already have a separate paginated report and then link the two. So yeah, it's got to be premium only. And yeah, I mean they just really messed up. Just even like the terminology in the UI just hasn't mm. been updated, and it's so confusing because there's something called a data set, but a data set in a paginated report is something utterly different to a Power BI data set. <laughs> and given the fact that they they took the time out to give it a yellow logo and call it the Power BI report builder. Why didn't they just update some of the UI and just change some of the terminology about, but they yeah. didn't. And it's just mega confusing. It is. I'm, I'm pleased that you find it confusing, given the fact that I consider you the expert on this. So if you find it <laughs> confusing, I've got no chance. So when, when the, the, the paginated report visualization, if ever goes to pro, then, um, then I'll, I'll give it a shot. But other than that, I think for, I might for a while. One sec, I'll just say hello to Jeff because he said hi ages ago and I didn't didn't reply. I was being so rude. Hello, Jeff. Hey, Jeff. Nice to see you, mate. It's a big and... What time is it? What time is it, Jeff? <laughs> like True, actually. Breakfast breakfast in New Zealand? 8 a.m., right? Yeah, for sure. Actually, it will be because I've, I've arranged some for, for, um, for New Zealand. Actually, Jeff's on in a couple of weeks. So he'll, he'll be at all. I, I'm getting good at time zones. I know when I we're twenty one CEST, so European time is eight o'clock in the morning for New Zealand. So it's like breakfast. It's like it's like a like a breakfast show, you know. Good stuff. Good morning. Yeah. Good morning with Ben and Jeff. Good. <laughs> I like that. 
It's good. Also, I just noticed I had some some um, logo love for you there, as we mentioned at the start. It is a strong logo and a strong name, I've got to yeah. say. And 100% it's a He-Man reference. As soon yeah, as I, as soon as I got it on, it was like, got to be done. Yeah. I kind of changed, so strictly speaking, uh, He-Man's, He-Man's Castle Grey School is spelled with an A. And I very deliberately changed it to a Grey School with an E, because that's how you spell it in proper proper English. Yeah, um, and just to kind of obfuscate it a bit, I guess from uh, from He-Man, but yeah, it's totally He-Man's. It might be better for your for your Google hits, mate. Grayskull instead of Grayskull. They go go to you before they go to the He-Man. Maybe. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, that's uh, that's your problem, I think, isn't it? Yeah. <sighs> uh, <laughs> I, I, I I was so pleased because I I end up referring back to your videos quite often. I find them really really useful, and every now and again, it's like, oh, hang on a minute. Ben's yeah. done one on this, and then every time I go and search for it, go in a cube, go in a cube, go in a cube, go in a cube. Oh, there mate, we go. Mate, then, it is then, a nightmare. And then there's someone on there that's called the Power BI guy as well. <laughs> I, like, I know, I know. The thing is, if I could go back in time and, and, and change like branding or whatever you want to call it, I probably would, because Power BI guy is not the most you know unique name. Obviously, as you just said, there's another the Power BI guy. And of course, when I came up with Power BI Guy, I'd never even heard of Gynecube because it was before, it was really just as I was starting my Power BI journey. I mentioned before, because people at work said, oh, it's Ben, the Power BI Guy. So that's where I got it from. But I think it was when I started my YouTube channel and I just typed it in, I was like, oh my God, this is going to be a nightmare. No one's ever going to find me because of Guy in a Cube. And of course, you've got Guy in a Cube who deals with Power BI. You type in Guy in a Cube Power BI, it's, it's just a whole mess when it comes to my youtube stuff and then i think someone else also said yeah you've also got the power bi guy and i just wanted to just delete it all and start again <laughs> i think you've made it your own now though i think now you're the power bi guy you just need to get a blue tick on your twitter account yeah yeah oh, that, that, that that's the next step once you got the blue tick you, it, it's golden you know the connection just broke what what does that mean does that mean no one can see us anymore i don't know let's just keep on talking and see what happens to be honest you're right yeah, maybe maybe Benet's connection just... It's back again. Benet, come back. on, man. Oh, keep that, the suspense there as well. That was very exciting, I've got to say. So also, other than other than your um, paginated reports, mate, I mean, we've spoken about it quite often, but it's impossible to not speak about calculation groups and whatnot. How how, how, how did that happen? Were you also just a, a king of C-sharp and whatnot before you... <laughs> or? So, like, I mean, sort of one of the running jokes that I had with some of the guys I used to work with, I always used to call it C hashtag, because it's like, like, it's like I've got like a, a little phrase book almost, like I can't spell API and I can't spell MDX, and I'd always call it C hashtag. Um, <laughs> so I was like, 100% C sharp is not on my CV. Um, from a um, calculation group's perspective, uh, or from a tabular perspective, really, mm. I just kind of know enough to get done what I need to get done effectively. Mm. So I come from a, um, a background where I've had more exposure to it because most, like, even though my kind of, I guess, passion is for Power BI and I love it as a product, my background from a tabular modeling perspective is more analysis services. Okay. And a lot of the stuff that's in analysis services or a lot of what's in Power BI now mm. was available in analysis services first. So I've been using Tabular Editor for five years now. And so 
it's been knocking around that long. Mm. And again, from a scripting perspective, like definitely 100% most of the time, I still just Google it and just grab yeah. one that somebody else has already done. So I think the one that I did for calculation groups was just like literally I couldn't find anyone else that had done it already. So mm. it was also ace because like it's still probably the only piece of content I've done that was actually original and not just ripping somebody <laughs> else off. <laughs> like it was weird as well because like, like the thing I like about your videos is they're really nice and concise and you get to the point and I waffle on and I did this calculation groups video and it's like 25 minutes long and it's like no one's going to be bothered with that and it's actually my most popular video which is pretty cool um, cool. yeah it was the first time I'd like um, actually written a script from scratch and, and got it working and was happy with it That's whether, cool. or not, whether or not somebody who's much much better at C hashtag might be able to do a better job I don't know but it, it this is, what, this is what I needed it to do. So. I, I, I think when it comes to like ideas or, or making videos and stuff, it's I really try not to think about what other people have done because otherwise I'd never, ever make a video ever because there's always something really similar or something that is pretty much identical to the video you're creating because people have like the same ideas and stuff, you know? Um, and... Regarding the, the, you mentioned that my videos are concise. I've also made like a 25 minute video. I did it like for like APIs was like, I really tried to make it as short as possible, but I was like, no, this is going to be 25. This is going to be a long one. I kind of, I, I, I made up for, for the next week by doing like a three minute, <laughs> three minute video, but I did it intentionally because I think I found, I enjoy all videos about whatever, whatever it is learning. I'll always enjoy them. But quite often, I'll just find myself like skipping. I like, I'll go like three minutes. I'll go to see if he's at the point that I care about. So, double speed is always a good one as well. Double speed is, a, is, a, is a, double speed. That's a very good point. Um, but yeah, I think if I just like I say, but when I first started doing them, it took me ages to get started because I was thinking, oh, what can I do? And this person, like, you know, a guy in a cube does all these videos. And actually, guy in a cube are a perfect example for me because they are like the go-to channel. When you talk to people about Power BI and they say, like, what, what YouTube channels? They're all people who are always going to say guy in the cube, right? Yeah. But what I think is really interesting about them is that they make videos about everything. They make really, like, complicated videos but also they'll do a video on like how to do a bookmark you know yeah. so as long as you, you can make you're making something someone's going to enjoy a certain part of it so um just do anything to be honest i think and like, if it's ripped advice, off yeah. it's not intentional the advice Sorry. that i've been given as well is that like even if you're covering a topic or a technique that somebody else has already done you're always going to bring a different spin to it and you know like even like when you're at school, like sometimes you might have, you know, two teachers teaching the same subject, but mm. it's the one that connects with you and sort of gets you engaged and really sort of pushes home the concepts and where you ways you're going to understand it. You know, and I'm not trying to say that I'm yeah. necessarily good at that, but I guess like you know there'll be some people who will be more receptive, to sort of, um, receptive to sort of different styles. So it's uh, yeah, mm. it's good to have have more out there. I think the other thing as well, and yeah. I, I don't know if what it's been like for yourself but um i had so much support from much much bigger channels who've just had nothing but sort of like nice things to say and, and advice and sort of have like absolutely said just don't get don't get caught up in 
doing videos that other people have, have done, it's absolutely fine. Yeah. yeah I think I, a... I, I settled on basically, um, do I find it interesting? And that's it. If I find it interesting, then I'll, then I'll make the video. You know what I mean? Um, because if it's something I find particularly boring, then I'm not going to make it. I just can't bother. You know what I mean? So I'm, <laughs> I, I, I do it for my, for my own pleasure more than anything. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm the same too. I stopped being like, I tried to be regular when I first started doing it. And then, but I always said I just didn't want to be a slave to it. It was always going to be a kind of a, you know, I kind of want to do it to sort of be sort of part of that community and sort of help people. But at the same time, it is a little bit about it's for myself, really. Yeah, for sure. So I'm going to bring up some, some comments from Jeff here because Jeffy's going for it. Chill people in the universe. And then this one, bring an interesting <laughs> accent to the table. I, I mentioned this before we went live. Actually, I was speaking to, to, to Johnny before we went live. And I actually had not realized he was from the north of England because I'm really, really bad at placing accents. Like I'm shocking at it. Now, I can get someone else from my hometown, which is Whitley Bay, near Newcastle, and I just wouldn't, they would ask me where they're from, and I just wouldn't know. I'm like tone deaf in every single way. So I think someone tweeted a few days ago, like the Northern the northern crew or the Northern guys, and I was like, let's have a look at Johnny's from Preston, which is the North yeah. of England. Or if I'm, gonna, if I'm gonna be really strict about it, I'm sorry to be an ass, which I am sometimes. I think it's because this, people are so obsessed with like saying where the north is. I'm pretty sure for me the the northern line comes too far down sometimes. To be quite honest, you know what I mean. Like I've got like if I like hold up a ruler to, to the UK, I might put Preston more in the Midlands. But yeah, actually, it is the north. To be fair. Oh, everyone will get very <laughs> upset with that. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, like one of the things we were mentioning like again before we went live is like I actually grew up in Grimsby, and Grimsby gets really controversial in the north south um, split. So okay. like kind of the um often the big misconception is that Grimsby is in Yorkshire and it isn't and I don't think it ever has been um okay. it used to be it used to be in what was called Humberside and then yeah. they got rid of Humberside uh, it's currently in Lincolnshire and at that point you like very much get into the sort of realms of like oh well Lincolnshire probably is like a bit more Midlands really kind of like borders sort of Nottinghamshire type thing um yeah and like but people from Grimsby are like no no we're northern I, I got to this come because if it had been a few years ago when I was posting about this live session, I probably would have done something really annoying, like like you know, winter is coming. <laughs> Sorry, mate. I mean, you probably would have blocked and reported me, which would have been legitimate. But now we've got the King in the North, Johnny Winter. We've got so many Game of Thrones references going on that, um, yeah, I just have to highlight that. So, hey, John, when I moved jobs a few years back, um, the team I was working in created a dashboard that was uh, Winter is leaving. <laughs> and Very good. I, I had a big countdown to the day that I left <laughs> and then it transpired that the team I was joining having switched companies had done exactly the same but with a winter is coming countdown classic love it we probably would have been in like the height of Game of Thrones mania at the time sort of looking yeah. sort of four, three or four years back I'm gonna um, I've got a it's a fair question do you find time to, to the video um, I noticed about uh Casper and is um, going audio only. I don't, I have find difficulty to get time to do anything. Like I don't find the video any much more time consuming than the audio. Um, I mean, it does take longer, obviously. Um, but no, I, I enjoy it. I think that's, that's what I was saying before. If you enjoy it, then it's not a big deal. But I can understand that if you did audio only, it would be a faster process because there's less things you have to edit and all that kind of stuff. I'm not sure I mean, 
I, I haven't put out a video for a month now because because I'm struggling for time. Um, mm. I think a large part of that. So a lot, a big motivation for me starting doing my channel was um, being locked down in the pandemic and having nothing better to do. Yeah. So I was kind of um, I was working in a job at the time that I really wasn't enjoying um, and like just had loads of spare time because you couldn't go anything and do anything, go anywhere and do anything. Mm. So like early days. Um, yeah, I got loads done. Um, and then sort of since the world started to open back up a little bit more, mm. I've, yeah, definitely struggled for time. You know, we've got things like uh, I'm at a wedding next weekend. I'm going to visit family this weekend. The weekend before, mm. I was on a stag do for the guy whose wedding it's going to be. Yeah. And all of a sudden, it's like, oh, crumbs, I am struggling to fit it in. Yeah. I think the flip side of that, though, is when I started doing it, to do a video took me forever. Whereas now kind of a little bit better drilled in terms of kind of editing process and being a bit better at being concise in terms of getting the recording done in the first place mm. and being a bit more familiar with my editing software and things like that as well. So yeah. uh, I, f I find that I probably record every video three times before I'm happy with it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really irritating for me, but I'll always like, I'll, I'll find myself, I'll be sitting there, I'll get myself right in front of the camera and then of course do this thing like, hello. Oh, I hate that nice rubbish. Like, oh, you can't say that. Like, so this video, like, oh, it's, what are you talking about, you idiot? And I've got like a, like probably a big 10 minute video of me just like swearing at myself and saying that was stupid and start again. And the other, I think the last video that I made, I completely finished it. And then just before, when I, when I actually watched it before I published it, I realized I'd made a mistake in it and I couldn't edit it out. Couldn't. Oh, no. So I had to go back from the entire thing. I was, man, I was, I was not happy about that at all. So what yeah. I, what I tend to do is I tend to I tend to write myself a script, and definitely when mm. I record it, I don't sit there and read my script. But I've mm. always written a script first, so then loosely stick Should to it. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing that I do is I tend to like almost record them in scenes. So I like do a like a right scene one. These are the things that I'm going to cover, and I'll do a take. And then if I'm not happy, I'll go back and do scene one again. Mm. Okay, and then piece it all back together all together at the end. So. But I mean, even then, I've started being a little bit more slack in terms of not so much almost doing it in one take, but then just like editing out afterwards anything when yeah. it causes norms and hours and all that kind of stuff. Whereas yeah. I used to like be sort of a bit more right. Scene one, action. Yeah. The, the, I think that the, the thing that frustrates me sometimes is when I'm talking, and I, I like to gesticulate when I'm talking. I'll do one of these where I hit the microphone thing, you know, get that <laughs> annoying noise that you maybe just heard there. It, that's a nightmare. How do you find the topic for a video from your work, helping others, Google search? Normally from my work, actually, I'll be like at work doing something and I'll find a, 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 an issue that I need to fix or someone has a requirement from a report that I'm building. And um, I think the classic one of that was, I did a video, I don't know when, basically about the um, changing the values of a drill through like how if you have a drill through page how can you change what you drilled through to and all this yeah. type of stuff and that was just a, a request through one of my colleagues and just when i'm tinkering and when i'm i have a, a like a play around report which is like for fantasy football and i just spend the entire time in that just like playing around and trying new things and if something is like oh that that's interesting then i'll make a video so when i me. started i was um in this job that i was hating where basically they'd, I only started in January and by sort of three or four weeks in, um, it was like, 
yeah, I don't like it here. And they sold me this dream of like, oh, you know, are oh, you coming in and you've got all this great um, analysis services and tabular modeling mm. experience and Power BI and the job sounded amazing. And then I got there and it was just doing really, really boring data integration work. And it, it wasn't even business intelligence data integration. Yeah. What's, what's Jeff on? Is yeah. Jeff on, what, what is Jeff on for breakfast? Well, that's why I bring up his comment. <laughs> Jeff, he just, he just wakes up with this energy, you know? See, this is why. I mean, this is like a, a a pun king or something. I'm not sure. Basically, I'm a, I'm looking forward to a couple of weeks where Jeff Jeff's going to be there. This because it's going to be just a a prime show. But uh, yeah, Jeff Jeff's just been yeah. Jeff, man. <laughs> Good stuff. Um, what was I saying before I got uh, distracted by Jeff? Something oh, yeah, so, up, I was yeah. doing, I, so I was doing this horrible data integration role when I was supposed to be doing like more of an analytics role. And so from a work perspective, kind of I started the channel so that I could actually do some Power BI work. Um, so at the time, that kind of, you've come up with a problem at work and you need to try and solve it mm. for a video theme. I didn't really have that, to be honest. I just kind of like, just went with stuff that I thought would be interesting at first. Um, I think when paginated reports, so I think when PPU went um, live, and all of a sudden, people started being a bit more interested in paginated reports. I got mm. quite a bit of encouragement from um, Alex Powers. Um, okay, yeah. So, and he was like, there's not, not really any content on it out there. You should totally do that. So, like, me and Alex have known each other for years. So, like, even before he worked, okay. before he worked for Microsoft, we were, like, connected through, like, LinkedIn and whatnot, okay. just because he's into, like, Beer and tattoos and rock music and Power <laughs> BI. So we just ended up like just some random guy on the internet that we just kind of never met the guy in real life. Um, mm. But yeah, just some some random dude that I knew on the internet. And then all mm. of a sudden, he's living the dream. Got a job with Microsoft, and now now he's had a promotion to the cat team as well. So yeah, uh -huh. the, the paginated report stuff was like really, really heavily sort of. Um, What's the word? Um, his kind of influence and him sort of prompted me to go down that path. And then mm. by the time I got to the end of that series, I'd managed to leave the terrible job I was doing, started my new job, which is Ace. And I am now working with Power BI um, pretty much daily. And I get to do the kind of stuff that you sort of say now, where it's kind of like mm. you come up with a really difficult problem at work. And it's like, cool, that'll make a good video. Yeah, exactly. Actually, this, just want to put this comment on, it kind of plays into what you're talking about and what I mentioned as well. Um, I'm not sure if the person's for me is referring to my videos or your videos, but I think that makes sense. Most videos in cater highlight or shortcoming because that's a lot of what the work is. It's like, it was like workarounds, right? Say, oh, you can't do this. Then let's find out a way to do it. And I think that's because we've both kind of said we kind of do something that we find interesting. A lot of the interesting stuff is, for me, finding a workaround or a better way of another workaround. Um, yeah, I've, I've maybe I could, I mean, to be honest, you could do a video about infinite number of things. I mean, you know, I mean, it, you can't have, you can't have too many videos on one subject, but you know, if it's someone who just knows your channel and doesn't really watch a lot of other channels, then why not do a video on like, you know, what is sum, what is calculate, what's filter, all this type of stuff. But for um, so time wise, it just make if you if you don't if you can't do like a video like every other day, it just makes sense to kind of stick with what you find interesting, which is why you find this comes up quite often because it is just a workaround. 
I had an idea for a video today, and it was more inspired by seeing some uh, some some comments on Twitter and right. people swearing at the complexity of Rank X. Like, everyone's like, oh, Rank X is a real pain. It's like, oh, well, maybe you should do like a video that like breaks it down and explains it really easily. Hmm. There's a slight flaw in my plan, though. Like, I never use it. Like, I've been Daxing for like four or five years. I think I've used Rank X maybe once ever. So I'd have, to learn it. I'd have to learn it before I could feed back on it. One second, let's say goodbye to Christopher. Yeah, cheers, Christopher. Thanks for joining, mate. Um, oh, one second. My wife's calling me. I'm just going to hang out up. Sorry. <laughs> with Does she not know you're live streaming? She does. She does, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> what was I saying? Um, sorry, what was I talking about before I got interrupted rank by X. my wife? Rank, actually, Rank X, I use Rank X quite often, i got to say. Um, Have you done a Rank X video? No, I haven't. Um, I was thinking about doing short videos about DAX, but then I think, is my DAX good enough? <laughs> is my DAX good enough? For, but I mean, for simple stuff like, you know, some rank X or like explaining what they are and how to use them. Yeah. I think it's because whether it's wrong or not, I use them a lot for my FPL report when I was building up lots of like dynamic top ends, you know? Yeah. And for that, I was using rank X. I think I did not, I did one video using rank x not about rank x because it was basically about how to use rank x by a different value so usually you use rank x and you rank it by its against itself but how to rank it against something else or something i don't know and that's what the video did but it wasn't really explaining rank x it was just using rank x i mean i don't think i've done any dax videos because ultimately it's like never going to do a dax video because the italians <laughs> it's like i'm not worthy so but I keep tempted, but I mean, like you sort of saying that your dad's good enough. It's not going to be the worst out there. Definitely. Yeah. I, I almost got into an internet argument with a guy today because it was just like, no, your dax is wrong. Yeah. And it was just, like, I've got to, I've got to put it in there. Cause he was doing, he was doing a divide function. Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll put what he done. It was like, uh, let's think, what was it? Um, see if anybody can spot the problem with this. Just going to comment. We all have to look it up, look it up. Look everything up. That's what we do. Google it, then do it. So you wanted to show like margin percentage. I, and I'll stick it in the chat. And this was his DAX for it. And I was trying to tell him that no, that's wrong. Yeah. Give it gives the right answer. Mm. But it was like, what have you done? You've just nest, you've nested a divide inside a divide function, and you're literally just dividing the result by one. And if you divide anything by one, it just returns the original figure. And then he was like, and then you've got to multiply it by 100 to make it a percentage. It's like, no, you don't. You just keep it as a decimal and format it as a percentage. Yeah, actually, the whole times by 100 thing is just the worst. But yeah. Actually, <laughs> interesting. I had someone this morning comment on one of my YouTube videos to say that the percentage, actually it was a, I guess it was a video that I did about pie charts because he was mentioning pie chart and he was like, but the the percentage is wrong in the pie chart. It's like, look, and I, I looked and I was like, okay, my math is not great to be honest. So I was like, okay, so is it? And I was like, no, it's not. The percentage is quite clearly correct. And I didn't understand how you, I mean, people come with whatever one, I don't care. But I found it really funny that, that the person had the, the idea and the opinion and then made the comment without actually checking their own maths before writing their maths underneath the maths that it was just basically done by Power BI. It's like, no, 
So people maybe just had a, a strange thing with calculations and percentages this morning, and they were just going around commenting weird things. I'm not sure. It was quite strange. Uh, Power BI percentage bot on, on YouTube. <laughs> Oh, yeah. But yeah, that is pretty special. I'm going to bring this up because that's pretty nice. I like that a lot. I just wouldn't have it. He like, made some argument. So it was, it was part of the, like, I don't really want to like start start some kind of beef with other YouTubers, but no, some, no, some, some guy who set up, he set up his own YouTube channel and that was on it. And like, I watched it. He posted it on, he posted it on Reddit and I watched it and I was just like, yeah, that's wrong. You've done that wrong. And then he was like, oh, no, no, no. What did he start going on about? He was like, oh, yeah, but my day in my day job, I work implementing Power BI solutions at large corporations that you'll have heard of. I was just like, still wrong. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> didn't, didn't ask for your credentials. It's just you, your DAX is rubbish. Um, um, yeah, this is, to be fair, I, that reasonable. But I, I, I think one of my fears, is, as I mentioned this before, is to post, to post a video... And then people will come back and say, yeah, this is all wrong. The video that you've made makes no sense. And these are like, here's like 10 better ways of, do of doing what you suggested. That for me is just like the ultimate, well, not the ultimate fear. But, you know, when it comes to you know putting on YouTube videos, that is a, up there. Yeah. I, I, because I, I like that collaborative nature sometimes, to be fair, though. Like sometimes that sort of, course, of yeah. um, sticks something in a video and then somebody has some feedback that sort of says, oh, actually... Have you tried it doing this way instead? And it's like, oh, wow, that's even better. That's great. But yeah, they're kind of getting it utterly wrong. Oh, yeah, there is no yeah. always that there. But I guess I stick in my lane. I need to do stuff that I know I'm comfortable with to an yeah. extent. I mean, you're right. I mean, to be to be corrected and to say, like, okay, actually, this may, might be better. That This is fine. If any, I completely agree. I also want to learn from the stuff that I'm doing. But just the thought of actually getting it completely wrong, just like, just, just generally a terrible idea. That's always a, a concern, which is probably but, why I, I, I stay from, from DAX videos. Um, but as long, no, as, job is, as long as your day job is implementing like Power BI solutions for large corporations that everybody will have heard of, it's fine. That, that everyone will have heard of, that's, that's the important part, right? If, if it's a small company that no one's heard of, that, that makes it irrelevant. It has yeah, to be yeah. a large company that you will have heard of. 100%. Oh, man. I got to say... Go and I was going to say for um, for for DAX videos, I think someone, um, well, a couple of people mentioned before, certainly Ben and maybe you, you said also said it. Um, for creating DAX videos, I do think that obviously I'm never ever going to say anything other than you know the SQL by are the gold standard because they create amazing videos. I do think though, there's been like a gap maybe of explaining them in a really really basic way. Because for SQL BI, I think they sometimes go in at like a high level. So if you're completely new, I think sometimes the information that they put on could be potentially be overwhelming. So to have a video that says this is some and this is what it does and like just show could be, could be, make sense. Yeah, no, definitely. They, um, they are operating at such a level and I guess they kind of want to keep some of their content fresh as well. And definitely kind of you watch it and it's like, whoa, this is mind boggling. Yeah. I quite enjoy some of their unplugged ones because on their unplugged ones, completely unedited before now I've even seen them go, oh, no, hang on, they've done it wrong first time. And then be like, oh, no, hang yeah. on. Which is kind of almost reassuring that they are actually human. Um, yeah, true. Nice. The, 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 
the live sessions, I agree. They're unplugged, sorry, I should say. Um, whatever they're called. They are very good. And I find it, what I find is astonishing or hilarious is if, when they get it right and they're like, but let's check the performance of that. And then they make it better. And I'd be like, it works. Everyone leave me alone. I'm finishing the work for the day. And that's it. I'm finished. But they really just take it to that next. I just, that is pretty mad, to be honest. So like a guy in a cube did one today. And I was just like, hang on. I've never tried that before. Why is that amazing? Hang on. I'm going to put it in the chat again. Uh, this was the DAX, basically. When you when you type in that, I'll just say that actually Bennett's right. We haven't mentioned Kerbal, and she does do some very nice normal human language for for for, for DAX. Just so, just to really clarify, by the way, that that wasn't me in any way knocking the, the Italians. The work is phenomenal. It was just that I would I don't want to start a war with the Italians, man, because they'd win for sure. Um, but yeah, it's so, it's, it's high level. That was the DAX that Guy and a Cube had, and it was just like a really simple. Oh, I've missed a, I've missed a square bracket. Shocking. It's all good, mate. We'll we'll get it. It's fine. And but then, we're not we're not here testing knowledge. <laughs> he did, he did this, and like it massively improved the performance. And I was like, well, I've never tried that before. And he like with something like cut the performance in three. I haven't got your second comment yet. What did you do improve performance? Just about to do it. Hang on. Ah, okay. It's hard to out really, shouldn't I? I was like, "Oh my god, that makes so much sense! Why have I never thought of that before?" This is this is new to the live to the, the live chat. I've got you like live writing DAX. live DAX sessions. You're really up in the bar here. What we got here? So we went from this distant count, which is definitely something that I've like done before. Yeah. To that, and it was like, okay, that makes sense. Why that gives the same result, and like one was three times faster, and I was like. Is that a new thing? Is that common knowledge? And I've just been like, even though I think I'm expert level, I've been doing it wrong for ages. So the Sumex was three times faster, yeah? Yeah, it was insane. It's on his on the video he put out today. I should really plug my own channel, not one that's already got two hundred odd subscribe, two hundred thousand subscribers and whatnot. Well, got two hundred <laughs> thousand in one, mate. You know. <laughs> yeah. Has anyone, has anyone done that? In, anyone in the chat? Have you done that pattern before? I've never done the Sumex values before. I was before. mind blown. Yeah, I'm pretty blown. I would never even. No, I don't understand why it works as well. It was like, if that's so much faster, then why doesn't like the engine just be clever enough to? Why doesn't the engine just be clever enough to pass a distinct count as that syntax instead? Yeah, <laughs> I just brought I just brought, brought, brought Carrie's message on, on the because she says no, but also just highlight the fact that she's here. Hey, Carrie, nice okay. to see you again. Um, yeah, no, I would never even thought to do that. But this is the, I think when it comes to DAX, I'm not at all experimental. I just like do what I know works. And if it works, I'll continue to do that until someone says this one's better. So now I can, <laughs> okay, that, that's better. So I can do that now. I think one of my big crimes with DAX, and again, probably like one of the reasons that I sort of stray away from making any kind of content about DAX is that I've kind of almost got DAX muscle memory now. And it's almost like some of the sort of, best practices are just so ingrained that I do them and then if you turn around and ask me to explain them I'd really struggle mm. <laughs> and it's like, that feels bad I always kind of felt like if you can't explain a concept effectively then you don't really understand it and it's like I feel like I do but I just can't put it into words I yeah you're right but I, 
when I give like I gave a train uh, for Power BI a few weeks ago, and there was like a there was a, a data scientist in the training, which I never had before, and I was going a bit through M, and I was basically showing like how you do like type of M, and, and the question was like why have you got to put date there, and I couldn't say why I had to do it because I was like that's just the structure of how M works, but data scientists are kind of used to kind of. I don't know, probing or knowing deeper than that. I was like, I can't answer that question. I didn't really create the language. I just know that if I type these things in that order, it's like, if I don't put, it was, I was basically doing, if it's in the past two years, like a flag, yeah. you know, if it's in the past two years and then you have, then you reference the date, it's like, but why are you got to put date there? How does it not just know it's in the past two years? And I said, well, you need to give it a date for reference. I said, but why? I was like, I don't know. It's just, that's what it is. <laughs> Please leave me alone. I'm, so, I'm, I'm just generally scared of data scientists, to be honest. So if in doubt, you should say, right, say, oh, that's just where the algorithm is programmed. All right, I'm going to write that Apparently down. You can, you can pretty much explain away anything with just, oh, that's just the way the algorithm works. Okay, I like that. I'm going to, it's nice, it's concise. <laughs> it makes sounds like I know what I'm talking about. It includes it with algorithm. So, I mean, really, what more can you want? One second, I'm going to put a question that I'm probably not going to answer, but I'm going to, can you please explain, well, I can't, how to create MRD, QUD, and year-to-date toggling? Is it good by creating... <laughs> bookmarks or a slicer so, so my answer would be go and read burnout's blog and do it with a calculation group i would completely agree if someone can link burnout's blog in the chat that'd be wonderful i don't have the skills that other people do to type and talk and look at the same time but i'm sure burnout knows where it's located so burnout feel free to plug yourself here mate but uh that is the answer to that question yeah calculation uh, groups with a slicer yeah basically it's all about calculation groups these days I feel I, I don't do what a lot of people do. Well done, Bernard, good man. Um, I don't open a Power BI report and then immediately open Tabular Editor and write in all my docs there, which I know I should do. I'm forcing myself to do it because I know that's the way that everyone says it should work these days. Or if like, I don't use Power BI to write my docs anymore, I said, like, yeah, okay. So I'll force myself to do it the same way. But it feel, I just feel because... Power BI was where I, everything started for me. I didn't use, yeah. I before Power BI, I used Excel and I was okay at Excel. So to use anything other than Power BI to write DAX, it just feels weird to me. And I, may, I maintain actually that although it's improved and the um, IntelliSense is good in Tabular Editor, it has one or two things which I don't enjoy when I'm actually writing measures. Oh. It has, like, sometimes it doesn't, if you, like, if you, like, delete a measure or, like, delete something and then retype it, quite often it doesn't pick back up on that again. Sometimes it's not really, it's, eh. So I've, it's I've, um, so it's only Tablet Editor 3 that's got the Dax IntelliSense. Um, that's what I'm using. Yeah, yeah, which I had a trial of and have had the PO signed off. No, I haven't had the PO signed off. I've had the business case signed off to say that we can all have Tablet Editor three licenses in the team and then the procurement department were like yeah cool nice one you now need to fill out all of this information so that we can get them on our approved supplier list <laughs> and nobody's gotten around to doing it so <laughs> it's just uh, like oh okay. no we're missing out at the minute so i just tend, i just get tend to get back on poor man's tarot to two the original one and to be honest if i'm writing okay. um measures i tend to use dax studio more i enjoy like Good bit of Duck Studio, mm. but again, I'm probably a creature of habit. That's a good point. So it's like from 
that's because I was used to developing analysis services models before I was really developing Power BI models. So I guess one thing yeah, I'm interested to try out is the new the new um, measure writing experience in Power BI because it's like, is it literally today? They've gone live yeah, with I've used improvements it. to it. I've, I've not used it since um, I've not written a measure. I don't think I've written a measure today. That sounds a weird thing to say. That's mad. Crazy talk, mate. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's all right. I, it, it is nicer, but I don't like the fact that now I think when you hover over and uh, with the IntelliSense, when you hover over, it doesn't ex explain the measure. But you have to right-click instead. Instead of the hover over, you have to right-click. And I think it's it's more keyboard-friendly is my understanding of, of what, how it works so far. I'm not sure if anyone, everyone else has used it, but it's okay. Um, it probably does look – it probably falls in line more with other programs, I would say, like whatever you use, like um, server, dingsbumps, or – Sorry, dingsbumps is a German word, which means thingy, by the way. I'm just <laughs> making up strange words. Um, yeah, but it's okay. Nothing to write home about. I checked some of the updates for this month's Power BI, and I was like, eh, okay. Nothing that I'm too excited about. No M Intelli IntelliSense update. I've got no, yeah, which I'm, as you know, I'm waiting for. And I've got no um, automatically generated page navigation buttons which I'm also excited about at some point soon. They must be dropping pretty soon. I hope so. I hope so. so. Um, it's Ignite in two weeks' time, three weeks' time, mm. Microsoft Ignite, and there's normally a big round of announcements from Power BI there. And I'm sure weren't the like, enhanced bookmark navigation stuff? Um, yeah. I'm sure that was announced at the last Ignite. So it can be strange if they get to the next one and they've still not managed to deliver on the stuff they announced last time around. It happens. We have to wait patiently, you know. But actually, it's quite cool. I have, um, I forget when in November, I think it's the second Thursday of November, have um, Amanda Rivera. Oh, cool. She'll be on um, on this Connect Live thing. Oh, so that, big dogs. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm excited about that. So if any, anything new is being released, I'm sure we'll have plenty to talk about be quite cool that will be the week after ignite as well i think i think it is actually i got quite lucky with it um uh, with, with the time there so um yeah that should be that should be a good one and i've just noticed that we're i'm really i'm really bad at keeping an eye on the time to be honest because i always say 45 minutes and then it's like you know, 45 minutes have gone and passed but we can start we can start winding up a little bit you know um Amazing. i have I'll, I'll put the the, the graphic on that that i've started to create now to next week we'll see you more. Ah, another New Zealander. I actually have. Look, sorry, my face covered you there. I do apologize. Right. Um, we have a, a double whammy of New Zealanders. We have Phil Seawalk, and then we have the great Jeff Weir. Um, which should be a double barrel of uh, of, of good of good fun there. I'm quite excited. So I kind of feel like you need to set yourself. So there's a couple of things that I feel like you need to do. Feel that you need to create a a dashboard with a map visual <laughs> that is that is podcast hosts or po podcast guests. That's quite a cool <laughs> idea. I like that a lot. Um, and I, I, I'm going to do that. But then I feel like you're going to have to start like figuring out who else you can get. So what have you had so far? You had it was Kerry Australia. Kerry was Australia. Yeah, Kerry was in, in, in Brisbane. I want to say. Uh, um, yeah, Bernard in Spain, 
Ed in the state. Whereabouts in the states is Ed? Uh, can't remember. No, <laughs> no, can't remember either. So, like, where? What have you got to cover next? Do we know any? Like, try to think who you could get. Do you know? Um, Adelaide. Sorry, Kerry. Adelaide. But you can get Nicola, uh, Nicola Illich on. But he'd be up for it. Stimmed. Um. Good. Yep. Stimmed. Um. True. <laughs> good point. Um. I've actually, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty happy. I have a, I've, I'm pretty much booked until the second, um, the second Thursday of December, and also I've got, I've got some for, for, for 2022 as well for the people who need, need a longer wait. But uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's going pretty well. Should be okay. But you're right, actually. I want to. I want to do that. I'm going to create a dashboard of where where I've had people, and then see whether any any gaps. Because I mean, I mean, to fed this only the fourth one, so there's going to be a lot of gaps, right? Probably booked till 2023. That's probably fair, Bonnet. Yeah. He'll find time for it though. Like he's like forever doing stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. You anyway, we can have a leaderboard in terms of who got the most viewers. Oh, I, I don't <laughs> even. <laughs> I don't even look at that for the most part. I don't want to make myself sad, to be honest, mate. It's okay. It's going okay. It's getting better, I'd say, bit by bit. Um, but yeah, um, I have to get going, and I shall let you go and go as well, mate. It no was an absolute pleasure. Thank you Thank very you. much. Thanks for having uh, me on. Yeah, mate. Of course, it was it was a good chat, and as it turned out, to be two people from the north of England, which of course I, I forgot about because I'm not too bright. Um, yeah. Thank you, everyone, who asked questions and made random comments. The questions and random comments make it much easier. I'm sure Johnny will agree. And, uh, yeah, yeah, I shall be on here again next week. And I think, yeah, at the same time with Phil Seamark. So see you okay. all then. And thanks, everyone. And goodbye.